0: Down and 20. Hey everyone welcome back to another episode of the third and 20 dynasty podcast i'm jt joined by the usual gang we got jake frank Lunas. we're back um there will be two more episodes after this one before the draft happens in terms of the dynasty podcast episodes so we're catching up we're getting close but i guess we'll lead off with some sad news right off the bat um Wayne Haskins passed away over the weekend. He was, I guess his, the story is his car ran out of gas and he was looking for help. And a garbage truck, a uh, dump truck, couldn't slow down in time when he was going to pass the interstate. Um, and he tragically passed away. So, you know, prayers out to his family. It's very unfortunate. Um, Dude, you want to know what? Yep.
1: Twitter was super toxic after Twitter. that for so many different reasons. Twitter like, was crazy because you have people going at Adam Schefter's throat saying he should be fired. You have this super toxic group of people being like, "Oh, he's a bust. Who cares?" Like, holy shit, it was hard to be on the app.
0: Yeah, the the, the replies underneath made you wonder, like, you know, are, are these people actually, real? Yeah, yeah.
1: Are these do, like, these people exist? You yeah. know,
0: mm-hmm. all bots.
1: Uh, no, but that's um, really sad. I, cause yeah. I mean, I follow a ton of Steelers players and I mean,
2: he yeah, was he was out training in the with locker them, room, right? So mm-hmm.
1: it was, it was pretty sad to say.
0: Well, yeah. And I mean, I, I feel like this might be a little bit too early of a transition, but now you got me thinking about the other news that dropped today. Um, Dwayne Haskins, obviously drafted by Dan Snyder. He had a connection with Snyder's family. I think it, Snyder's son went to the same high school as him or something like that. they're. They somehow knew each other there. But now Washington Commanders are in the news. Um, and that is for two separate books. They were um, hiding the ticket revenue, some extra ticket revenue, which is going to be a big deal, according to all the talking heads, because that essentially means that Snyder was taking uh, money from owners around the league because they're part of a revenue split. Um, you know, every team split some percentage of whatever they saw. So uh, it's looking like this could be the end of the Dan Snyder regime in Washington, which yeah, I've own... seen plenty of Washington fans celebrate. Yeah. And other owners, uh, not even just Washington fans, but other owners can't wait to kick them
3: out. So they're going to try to use this too.
2: I, I mean, think speaking a... of
1: Washington too, I've been seeing a ton of rumors. They brought in all three of the top consensus running backs for meetings. Um I mean, uh, among the dynasty circles, people are starting to be scared for Antonio Gibson shares if they yeah. draft a running back high in the draft. Well, a- oh, okay. okay. Thoughts on that?
0: Hold on, we we might have we might have just made an impromptu segment here, Frank, because I think we have a couple um, panic meter running backs that we should be looking into based on what's going on. Um, I guess first we'll start with Antonio Gibson, though. Yeah, I would be panicked about this because. It just seems like J.D. McKissick was about gone to Buffalo, right? Buffalo was paying him a solid amount of money. Um, He was leaving to go to Buffalo. And then inexplicably, he came back to Washington, which means he's going to have a role in this offense. That already hurts my opinion of Antonio Gibson because we saw he couldn't take on the full three-down role um, with McKissick there. And now on top of that, we also have... Like you said, the running backs looking at Washington or visiting with Washington. So to me, where Antonio Gibson's currently priced, um, which is around top 10 running back dynasty value, it feels not great buying at that price. If I can transition from Antonio Gibson to, say, a Leonard Fournette or another like old running back, like a a Saquon or something, and pick up, you know, I, I think you're just getting points. And I think. You're getting points for your fantasy team now, and I think the extra, you know, longevity might be overplayed. Because who knows what Antonio Gibson will be in two years? Who knows what he'll be next year?
1: Yeah, so I, I really agree with that. I was more so concerned with Antonio Gibson just from watching the Washington Football Team games. Um, yo, Jake, you got some whales in your in your in your apartment or something? What's going on over there?
2: Someone's.
4: Someone's riding a motorcycle outside my apartment. They're going wild. Dude, someone is is racing
1: their way off the Antonio Gibson train. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, did you, did you no, say that?
1: Dude, because I, I agree with JT. I think Antonio Gibson, my opinion of him is that he's kind of like a budget Zeke, where he's the type of dude, you can feed him carries. He, he kind of gets better as the game goes on. But he doesn't really seem to have the juice that you really would like, or at least consistently. I think it's kind of on and off. And I, J.D. McKissick was someone to me that you get the ball in his hands in space, he's just more dangerous than Antonio Gibson was. Um, my move, though, for Antonio Gibson that I did in our home league was to move Antonio Gibson into Gallup in a first. Um, I think you could do that with, like, Mike Williams is another good example juju depending on the hype but receivers in that tier plus a first because i agree you could go for leonard fournette if you're going for the true true like i need to replace a running back route but i think that those are three receivers that are underpriced they could have a a good 160 170 point floor with potential like 220 even maybe more point ceiling and the draft capital to cash in and kind of wait on that's my move with antonio
4: gibson I, I oh, like both mate. of those moves. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I, I've always been kind of, I guess, below consensus on Antonio Gibson. I've always thought he was kind of overrated. I didn't really think he was ever going to get the three down back. Obviously, he was a receiver at Memphis and transitioning to running back. And he looked okay in games. He looked not good in games. I just thought he was never a true running back. Um, I guess my question here is what picks straight up? could you get for Antonio Gibson in this draft? How high of a first-round pick could you get in this year's draft? You'd have and to I be guess, able to which, get a top half. you know. Right, that's my question. If I think you can get a top half and you could turn Antonio Gibson straight up into Drake London, Kenneth Walker, uh, any of those that was, guys, that caliber of player, I think that's a, a, a smash right there. I, that was
3: the name I well, was going to bring up, Kenneth Walker. Would you guys rather have Antonio Gibson or Kenneth Walker right now in Dynasty?
4: Obviously, Kenneth Walker comes with a little bit of a, a you know, red flag at this point. Is just that you don't know where he's going to land. Um, yeah. You don't know what draft capital. You don't know what team, what scheme. So if you're going to do it now, it's a little bit more risky. But I think you will get a better price on the pick, I guess.
0: So keep trade I think cut. I'd Gibson. Keep trade cut has 104, like dead even with the price of Gibson. So you're not getting Brees Hall, but you. You're getting there's, one of those. There's like top a 50-50 like shot you could get. Kind of I, I think the real, the I guess. Real
1: question now is because I, I think we we can kind of all agree. Maybe not Lunas because Lunas likes Gibson, but even Lunas yeah. I think would agree with this top 10 running back price. Okay, we're all out on Gibson. What if we move him down a couple spots? What if we move him more towards RB 13, RB 14, like way closer to that Kenneth Walker kind of price? Well, all of a sudden. What are you doing then? Because I think at that point, even with the risk of them taking a running back, I'm.
2: It's you it do like produce. At that price.
3: I like. You I, know, I, like, are you really selling there? I like him at that price. I I pose that question because I think like that would be the comparison. But I'd rather have Gibson. I would like. I know they brought them in for workouts. I would be shocked if they pulled in if they brought
0: in one of those top three guys.
3: Especially, we are like talking
0: the, about the Washington football team. You know, right?
3: That's true. No, I know, but. I don't think Ron Rivera is, like, a bad decision. I I would be shocked, but regardless, um, I still like him a lot. Like, I think the 104 price is a little bit high, because then you could get, like, a Traylon Burks there if you wanted. Um, but, like, compared to, like, like the 106, I- I'm leaning Gibson, especially, like, an RB13 price. What is he on so keep trade cut right now? Still, is he still
2: RB10 on keep track? He's, He's already met
0: nine. nine. Yeah. Man. So, <laughs> He's ahead of the. I was just GMC curious. Dalvin, Saquon. He's ahead of all those w- guys. Okay.
4: I was just curious what, on top of Antonio Gibson, gets you 101, Brees Hall, whatever you want to look at it as. And it says Antonio Gibson and 211 in this year's draft is equal to 101.
1: You'd have to pay a little bit of VIG on top. There's no way that. Yeah. Because, like, when yeah, you're, you're trading up, it's usually hard to do a even like a slight overpay on in value right, so, trade calculators usually doesn't get it done.
4: So, what you have to give up 20, what 204? I think you'd have to
1: give up like a, a 205 in value, like a sky more, um, yeah. maybe like a juju. Um, juju might be a little pricey, especially with the hype in Kansas City, but someone around there or, or slightly lower than that, I think, is what you'd have to do. I'm not sure I would want to do
4: that. Ooh, I would. To get Brees Hall, give up Antonio Gibson and Juju? Kind of sounds nice.
5: I, see, to me,
1: that's that's a team context move. Because if you're a team that's already struggling for depth, even though Brees Hall, I think, is a fantastic player, it, I'd have to think
3: I, I about would, that. I would do that trade, but also because I don't think Juju's going to be the number one receiver by, like, probably, like, mid season on that offense. I think they're gonna uh, draft someone You guys first.
5: may convince me. Maybe I would do it.
0: I think the name Juju there is a weird name too, because I think there's a lot of other players around that aren't like as flashy as the name Juju is. So it's I'd do it. Cause with Brees Hall, like he he has the chance to be the running back too in Dynasty after this year. Like like it it's definitely in his range of outcomes of being the running Isn't back. Isn't he already too. like RB4? Something I'm like that chicken. but he's yeah, he's pretty chicken. like all things considered. like like think about this year trying to trade for the one on one to compare to last year with one o one and trevor Lawrence like it was impossible trying to get to the one on one like we were talking about would you give up Justin Herbert for the one o one kind of thing, which I mean obviously Justin Herbert's definitely more valuable now well, it's like, because last year one on
3: one like the the hype Trevor Lawrence was getting like.
0: People yeah, seem like it.
3: Lawrence would have, like, a Herbert-type
0: rookie year, which is what increased the price of
3: one-on-one last year.
0: That's what I'm saying. Well, but yeah, one-on-one just way more expensive in all things considered. Um, I don't know if we have anything else we want to add on Antonio Gibson. Uh, to me, I just think he's – if I could back out at the price he's currently at, I'd rather – a less risky option. Um but there's another running back that I want to talk about and see if you guys are panicking on him. Because in a similar vein, we have J.K. Dobbins, who um, basically all of the Ravens uh, running backs tore their ACL last year, and J.K. Dobbins was yeah. one of them. Um, Gus Edwards is coming back. J.K. Dobbins is coming back. But they're also looking for players like Melvin Gordon was apparently um, there for a visit and could potentially be signing there. They're also one of the teams that could potentially take a running back early in this draft. Any panic on J.K. Dobbins?
1: No. Um, No. Okay, this is like a little bit of a quasi no. Um, I think that for, for people that are expecting crazy immediate production, we have to remember J.K. Dobbins is coming off an ACL tear. I don't think that the ACL tear for running backs is as favorable as the as people are making it out to be,
0: right? Just look at Saquon last year.
1: Yeah, like, I think that this is a process that it's not like, oh, he's back on the field, he's ready to go. Like, I think we need to chill on our expectations. But, like, long-term, I think J.K. Dobbins is fine. If I'm the Ravens, of course I'm bringing in a fucking running back. Both of my top two, my both my running backs tore their ACL. Like, you saw how annoying it was for the Ravens, the, the clown fiesta at running back. I mean... They they brought in, like the the, the telltale sign. Le'Veon
4: Bell. Yeah, and... levy
1: If Le'Veon Bell, if you're signing Le'Veon Bell, to, you know you're desperate, right? <laughs> you know yeah. you're Thanks. desperate. Poor you,
0: Le'Veon you, Bell did not expect. Sorry to Le'Veon Bell. I know you're watching, but he just got <laughs> tore. I mean,
1: he's just washed. He's just washed. Let's <laughs> yeah. just let's just call a spade a spade at this point. <laughs> um. So if you're telling me I could go out in the third round and like trade up and get a Brian Robinson and just bolster my running back room on a team that, might I add, runs the ball more than, like, everyone else, why not? We're trying to win a Super Bowl. So, like, okay, maybe not be great for fantasy, but at the same time, I I think that J.K. Dobbins is not – he's not going to be a bell cow, whether you like it or not. I think that the most he was going to play, whether they sign a running back or not, was going to be, like, 60% of the snaps, 55% of the snaps. But he'd get the workload he needs anyway.
3: That's the point I was about to say with Dobbins. With him being an offense with how often they run the ball and everything, he doesn't need to be, like, in on, like, 80% of snaps for him to get a decent amount of touches every game. Um, And that's why I'm with you, Frank, and Jake. I still like Dobbins a lot. Um, Is he still ahead of uh, JT? Is he still ahead of Gibson on rankings? Pretty sure no. Oh, Gibson's ahead of him? Okay.
0: Um, Um, Gibson is running back nine. Dobbins is running back 13 but the oh. points between those two is like less than 100 it's 100 oh okay it's points. like super close
3: okay yeah. um but yeah that's the thing that offense we we've seen like multiple running backs have like decent games I, guess. so we saw a bunch of games where like Gus Edwards as the RB 2 would get like 10 carries for like 60 yards or something um i still like him a lot uh i was i think we were all really high on him going into last season uh before he got injured and i know i do know that torn ACL is like It's not as, like, a lock to be okay as other guys. But Saquon also started having, like, other injuries. Like, he injured his foot. He had, like, a bad ankle sprain. For If he starts having, like, those other minor injuries add up, I'd be concerned. But I think as of right now, I feel, like, comfortable with it.
1: Dobbins is in a really weird spot where part of me, because you're right, I like Dobbins' talent. I think he's a phenomenal player. He's in a great situation, yada, 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 yada. But at the same time, if I can move him... For David and Montgomery and net the difference in like what is that probably like a mid-second difference on keep trade oh, yeah. cut? I'll
0: tell you in a second.
1: Whatever it, that difference it's... is, I would be hard pressed to turn that down. There's like the little, it's like the the right shoulder, left shoulder angel and devil scenario where one <laughs> dude's like, "But you like Dobbins," and then the other guy's like, "No, I want the second of David Montgomery." You
0: know, it's actually only three eleven <laughs> allegedly, the difference between the two. Okay, yeah. Really. Dobbins, has, Dobbins
3: has, has fallen, second. though, because Dobbins, <clears throat> I just, I feel like, not too
0: long ago, like two months yeah, ago or something, I mean, he was Gordon, like, in, like, the top eight, top nine. Melvin like, Gordon rumors probably knocked him down a decent amount. Ah, so amount. that's priced yeah, in. Yeah. Interesting. Because yeah. he was top ten
3: for a while during the se- like, the end of the regular season.
0: Yeah, I mean, looking at it right now, he <laughs> went from running back, he's running back nine, running back eight, just, like, two weeks ago.
1: Okay, uh-huh. wow, that's crazy. He wasn't even signed. It was just the the threat. Of I know, but it was him.
3: that, and then the rumors about, like, the Ravens drafting someone. I think it was a combination of that.
0: I think it's... And like you said, Frank, the, the two running backs, the two main running backs tore their ACL. I think it's a very real possibility that the Ravens have another running back. And that's kind of always been my issue with Dobbins in terms of, like, he just seems like a running back by committee guy. Like, I just... I don't know if he's ever going to get the full workload for the Ravens, which will limit his upside
1: but at the same time too though look at the Patriots offense with Damian Harris I think that's a concern with Damian Harris is that they do the running back back committee stuff but when it comes to the juicer carries I mean when it comes time to red zone who are you giving the ball to it's JK Dobbins he's going to be on the field that's what the Ravens did and have done so I
0: I just think this offense now can Definitely developed, though, because you got Mark Andrews, who was catching, I forget, he had a crazy number of touchdowns last year. You got Bateman and Hollywood, who both um, can have a massive target share. So I don't don't see Dobbins catching the ball a whole lot. And and Lamar still likes to run the ball, especially around the red zone. So,
1: Yeah, but the the thing is, dude, because I thought the same thing years ago. If, If you look at two years ago, Dobbins' anytime touchdown score was crazy value every week and one of the things that's underrated is that yes he's not a great pass catcher but they'll kind of do some aaron jonesy bullshit with him where they'll like give him fly sweeps and line him up in these weird spots now it's not as much of a receiver role as aaron jones but in terms of like shovel passes touch passes little random crap um with the skill set of the Ravens, that's how they use Dobbins a lot in the red zone, which results in a lot of tutties.
0: I think my issue, though, also is like you compared him to the likes of Damian Harris, like he's just worth significantly more than David, Damian Harris. Like, well, so he's a significantly more talented running back. Is he significantly right. more talented? Like, was JK Dobbins shown you that shows he's significantly more talented than Damian Harris?
1: But it's also, I mean, that might be a conversation of Damian Harris being underpriced more so than, I mean, may, maybe it's a little both that Dobbins is I, I think it's both. And...
0: Meet me in the middle somewhere here. I, I think they're both, yeah, I, I, I think that's probably more what we're looking at. Maybe it's Dobbins and Damian Harris are overvalued and undervalued, respectively. Um, but it's weird. Like, the, the Dobbins is in a range right now where it's like 100 key trade cut points is, like, separating running back nine from running back, like, 15, 16. Running back 16. Like, there's not – there's just that big tier of players that you can move up and down in, and I, I just – I don't love Dobbins at where he is. Especially so –
4: So what you're telling me, JT, is you're on not the sell, sell all Ravens. Ravens. And no.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just by all wow. Ravens that probably aren't. JT is wow. the
4: opposite.
1: He's, sell- yeah. he's by all Ravens except for Dobbins.
0: I-, I would love a team that. No, I'm probably selling. Mark no, J- JT. JT is the, the, bi- the buy.
3: JT's the Bio all Ravens
0: except for everyone not named Bateman. It's- no, I'm bi- I'm. <laughs> believe it or not, I really like Hollywood Brown at his current price. He's so undervalued. Yeah.
2: JT, Hollywood, you
4: can't get. Nathan JT, you can't get Lamar. fooled again. You've been fooled once. You can't be I fooled again. Who was I fooled by? Rashad Bateman.
1: What did Can't Rashad ba- that, that's what another- what see? The thing is with Rashad Bateman, JT was Rashad playing Bateman some five D chess because Bateman had like what what should have been a face face planter rookie season, but he has so many truthers that his value has <laughs> barely has not gone moved. down. Like it, it wasn't, just has it barely wasn't gone face, down.
0: It was not a face planter season. Like he just started the season with a groin injury that made him miss like the first month of the year, which you know as a rookie is pretty important. So he still has yeah, like to went do something similar. Look, I, like Tony, I'm not going to knock <laughs> Tony, I'm not even going to knock for that. Like I'm not going to knock with no, Tony happening. I still but, like
3: Bateman, but I do agree with you on the Bateman truthers to the fact that like Hollywood Brown was like 23 years old, had like 1300 yards and was still like a wide receiver 30. Like in consensus rankings.
0: Yeah, I like I think it's like I think both of them are solid buys right now. And Lamar Jackson. Like I I just think the the Ravens passing attack is Consistently undervalued, except for Mark Andrews, who I feel like might be.
2: What?
4: what do you hear the words that just came out of your mouth? The Ravens' passing attack is undervalued. They throw the ball like the 31st about in the league. Okay, well, where did they the finish, ball. Jake?
0: Jake, what, what tight end was Mark Andrews last year?
4: Great. You picked the one guy
5: that was, was Hollywood coach? Brown.
0: What was Hollywood Probably Brown's wide receiver?
5: Share? Hollywood Brown
4: was probably a wide receiver
5: three. Wide receiver two, but yeah.
4: What, was, what was no, receiver ball, 22? Baltimore
1: was top 10 yeah. in pass attempts per game last year.
4: Yeah, it's because Lamar was out. Yeah, walk it back, Jake. Walk it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually hilarious. <laughs> that was... <laughs>
1: All right, you guys want to move into running back rankings?
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we are now going to, as I said at the top of the episode... Uh, we're only a few weeks away from the draft, so we figured we might as well just give our rankings first before we uh, end up doing a mock draft right before the actual NFL draft. But we're going to kick it off with the 2022 rookie running back rankings. Um, kicking us off at one, I, I don't think there's much of a question. Uh, maybe there's some Kenneth Walker truthers, but one for all of us right across the board, Brees Hall.
1: Yeah, the think- question isn't whether or not Brees Hall is the number one running back. Is is he actually, like, RB4 in Dynasty? Yeah. That's the question.
0: Well, I think he's a better prospect than Najee Harris was. And he's, you know, a couple years younger than Najee Harris. And he's ranked, I, I believe, right next to Najee Harris. W- would you, so I think it's would, a fine
3: ranking. Would you have rather had Javante, like, or, like, were you high on Javante coming out last year um,
0: into the draft or Brees Hall now? That's... Funny, because I think I was talking to one of the viewers who is uh, also happens to be our friend Parker um about that before. And I I I think it was a toss-up is what I said. I think I yeah, still would have liked I think I still would have liked Brees Hall more. I think I, I think I'm a Brees Hall guy over. I
1: Javonte. think Brees Hall has like the better profile, but Javante, you watched him on tape and you were just like, Holy crap, this guy's a beast. That's kind of the, the difference.
0: And Um, okay, but we so now we've just compared him to Javante and yeah, dude, I I traded
1: down in a startup recently, passing up on Brees Hall, and it's been my biggest regret in like years of fantasy. I feel like I really (laughs) wish I just stayed and picked Brees Hall. I'm so dumb.
3: (laughs) What running back off the board was he? he Like the fifth running back? Four, I believe. He was four. It
1: was it was Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Javante, Najee, uh, RB5. You had Swift was the
3: pick. Oh, uh, Swift also
0: went ahead. Okay. Um well, okay, that sparks an interesting debate too. Cause so I think the clear what what Keep Trade Cup will say is consensus is run back one's Taylor. Um two appears to be uh Javante, three's Najee. And then this is where it gets interesting the Bruce Hall versus DeAndre Swift debate, because that's actually a trade that happened in our league. DeAndre Swift went for one oh one. Um, in this year's class, which will presumably be Brees Hall. Hall. And it's, well, what do you think about that? To me, I think I'm the biggest DeAndre Swift truther. And I think I might like Brees Hall more.
1: I think the fact yeah. of the matter is, is that, at least to me, Brees Hall is just a better prospect than DeAndre Swift. But at the same time, and, and usually I feel like if you're a rebuilder, I would. Go for the. You would hear people say go for the upside. I actually like trading Brees Hall for DeAndre Swift if you need to cash in and hold on to value because if you're in a PPR league, the passing workload of Swift is really fucking nice. Yeah. Um, but I think if if I were to pick one, like JT said, I'm gonna pick Brees Hall over over Swift. It's just you have the obvious risk right now because everything that you want Brees Hall to be is. Kind of priced in right now. Yeah. And like if we're going back to the Javante debate, that that's what was nice about Javante, at least for us and me, was like we you could get Javante after pick six very consistently. I picked him up at one eleven in
2: yeah. leagues. So yeah. that's I mean, that's mean kind of difference.
4: Again, that was because we had five quarterbacks in the first 15 picks of the NFL draft. It's not going to happen again. He was also a consensus RB3,
1: though, in the class. Yeah,
0: that's That's
1: true.
4: That's
0: true.
3: And I will also say, like, his dynasty ranking was lower than Brees Hall is right now. Like, I think around oh, like, coming into the draft, Javante was probably, like, what, like, RB12? I mean, I could pull dunk, I can but... it up right now for you guys, Javante Williams. Brees Hall now is already at four. Like, what Frank was saying, his upside's already taken it. Yeah, I agree with you, Frank. I'd probably, if I had to pick between the two, I'm taking Brees Hall, but I don't hate it just because, like, we all, we all already know how good DeAndre Swift
0: is, and he's just as young, nearly. Um, uh yeah. so Javante this time last year was running back twenty-two when Brees Hall is running back five. Wow. I yeah. we all were on the we as a podcast is one thing. We, we were, were all, all on right Javante today, like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, dude, Joe Herber is right. Brees Hall is three years younger than Swift. That I mean it's just yeah. it's just the risk, the fact that we you just we don't, don't know have where the, he's going to go. The draft capital landing spot, all that shit confirmed. I mean, I, I agree with the consensus that I think that Brees Hall is going to be going top forty, top forty-five picks, which is kind of all you need. Um, it's not yeah. the craziest thing in the world if if he's not a world beater.
0: But let's put it this way: like, where if he doesn't end up on a good team, like, what's his worst case scenario? Like uh, he ends up on the Colts, I think would obviously be the worst case scenario. But what are the odds, like something like that? (laughs) Yeah, like let's do
1: realistic worst case scenario. Um, I mean, I think if he goes to the Jets,
0: his consensus
1: value would go down. But I actually like that landing spot. I like that landing spot. I don't like so so not
0: not bad. Um, I mean, maybe
1: the Falcons would be annoying. I don't think that'll happen. But if they if they if if he's splitting workload with Cordarrelle Patterson, he's like kind of in a Mike Davis role because the thing is for Brees Hall the only thing you don't want to have happen is him not being a bell cow
0: well, that that Falcons offense could perfectly mimic the 49ers offense where you have Pitts filling the Kittle role you have Patterson filling the Debo role and Brees Hall is your Elijah Mitchell and I think that's
4: yeah true I, I, that's, that's interesting that's a really interesting comparison yeah, you like, made right there
0: thanks I'm kind of a genius um, I don't think that like I don't think there's that many bad landing spots for Brees Hall. I kind of can't. I mean, dude, at the end be. of the uh, day, think, like wherever
1: the, the fuck man. he lands up, like, are you gonna play the other guy? Or are you gonna play Brees damn Hall? Like, yeah, if, you're, if you're spending, <laughs> a,
0: if you're spending a day one or day two pick on him, like, you're playing him. He's yeah. He's I guess it's the
1: Marlon Mack theory. Like, are we gonna play Marlon Mack or are we gonna? Playing to Jonathan Taylor,
0: you know? The the Colts put that to the test the first first half of the year. They
1: they put that to the test the first three games of this season, too. They were like, hey, let's only give Jonathan Taylor, like, 13 carries instead of, like, the 40 he should be getting a game.
3: Yeah, and they started, like, 0-3.
1: Patterson is going back to wide receiver, apparently. I mean, he did play a decent amount of snaps at wide receiver, especially towards the end of last year.
4: They don't have any receivers. It's I, him and Odd and Tate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, he's going to
1: have to play
4: <laughs> yeah, I, was be I would be Tate, shocked if it. the Falcons don't take a wide receiver at eight, to be completely honest, but yeah.
0: I, I mean, maybe they don't. But I, I, mean, I could see him trading down,
1: potentially, and then picking up, like, a Jameson Williams or, I mean, I would hate for this if I'm a Falcons fan, Blake and Olave, potentially, if, if they fall. Burks if he falls.
0: Burks would be interesting.
4: Very interesting.
0: I mean, right.
1: that's if, if in a
0: perfect Burks. world, right? Because if you're the
1: Falcons, you would want to trade back to like the mid to late teens. And then that's ideally where Burks would fall. Fo- like one of the receivers, whether it's Burks or Jameson Williams or whoever the fuck, those top four or five. Um I, I
0: was trying to figure out how we even got here. <laughs> uh, a lot of Brees, Brees Hall, Hall talk. Yeah. All right, Hall so yeah none of
1: none of us are. Kenneth Walker over Brees Hall guys all right so let's go into Kenneth Walker he's consensus number two for us okay so the question isn't is he number two Uh, okay let's kind of play a game is Kenneth Walker for you guys closer to number one in Brees Hall or is he closer to number three either Brian Robinson or Isaiah Spiller
4: two he's closer to what? Well, obviously, he's yeah, you, closer uh, to yeah,
1: two. Yeah.
0: He's at two. <laughs> I, I, might well have to, I might have to resign from the pod. Yeah, he's closer to one. He's two. He's closer yes, to okay, two. Yes, he's closer
4: okay. I agree with JT. He's closer to one at this point.
0: Well, we'll touch on why I bumped down a specific person from three to, uh, to lower, but in the yards-created mm-hmm. metric, which, you know, tracks, like, broken tackles and everything, it's pretty good at, at predicting, like, who's a good running back in the NFL – Kenneth Walker is, I believe, the top of this class in in yards created. Um, It is a little scary that he still only has that one actual real good year of production under his belt. He he has that receiving ability knock against him, like questions of whether or not he can actually be a good receiving back. But at the end of the day, I just think this running back class is so damn weak (laughs) that, like, (laughs) I'd rather he's a good enough prospect for me to say he's closer to one than three.
4: I guess. Really close to two. So my hypothetical I'm going to throw at you boys is Kenneth Walker is taken before Brees Hall in the NFL draft. Does that change any of your opinions?
0: No. Um, no. no. CH was taken before Jonathan Taylor. After Just the time. throwing it out
4: there.
1: I think if yeah. it was like, I mean, this would be crazy, but if, if for me to consider it would have to be like Kenneth Walker taken absurdly high. Or Brees Hall going and falling absurdly low, like it would have to be that. And then like Kenneth
3: Walker going, like I don't know, like Buffalo or something.
1: Because it, or yeah, to, like really the make up the ground. JT's point with the Ceh Jonathan Taylor and even DeAndre Swift thing, I mean, they were all within ten picks. So yeah,
0: I would that, imagine that's pretty close. I would imagine regardless of who gets taken first, I think Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker are just going to be super close picks to each other. Because once that first run back goes off the board. It's Kenneth Walker and then a lot more question marks after that. So if you're see, looking dude, for a running back in this I, draft,
5: I'm
1: the guy. I think that Kenneth Walker is closer to number three than he is to number two. I really? feel oh. like he should be closer to number one, but I took a look at my running back rankings and he's only one tier above Brian Robinson for
4: me. Oh, that's just because you're very um. high on Brian Robinson, but yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I guess you. that's part of it, but. I mean, like literally speaking, he in in terms of the tiers, he's closer. So, uh, I, I now we can go to the our three spot, I guess, because this is the where we actually start to deviate <laughs> with each other. Well, we have Isaiah Spiller versus Brian Robinson. I'm finally not the only Brian Robinson RB three guy.
0: And it pains me because I was I was very steadfast in the Isaiah Spiller running back three, but well, it's just that same yards created. I forget who does it. I wish I could give him. Is credit. it Football Outsiders that does it? maybe there's a athletic I, I forget I could try and look it up um while we're talking about this but Isaiah Spiller is like the the second or third worst in this class ahead of the likes of I think Zamir White and I forget maybe it's uh Kyron Williams but like he's one of the worst in the class and actually one of the worst of all time as far as this database tracks which I think is the 2010 uh in yards created and I mean, I did have my concerns about Spiller, like his his relative athletic score and like his lack of forty time and everything, but like his his on the field play showed me that he does have that top end speed that like I had him at running back too at at, at one point. But there's just there's so many red flags to the point of now I'm even reading that like he might not even be a day two pick in the NFL draft. That I I think Brian Robinson honestly my like. He, I just like Brian Robinson more at this point. I never was an anti-Brian Robinson guy either. I was actually a super high guy on Brian Robinson. So, I mean, maybe we could look at this more of i uh, I'm just very pro-Brian Robinson than anti Isaiah Spiller. But at the price that they're at, definitely give me Brian Robinson.
3: Draft capital is going to be everything for Spiller. It's going to be, I, I, I think. So. Jake, you disagree?
4: I mean, honestly, I think as long as he's picked on day two, which I'm pretty confident he will be. I don't think it matters.
3: That's, I, I, would, I would definitely be a lot higher on him if he went in round two rather than round three. Um, or especially Again, when I say draft capital, if someone like Robinson gets drafted ahead of Spiller, it tanks his value. I mean like that in both ways. Or it's like if he doesn't go to like maybe the very end of round three or possibly round four or any of these other backs go ahead of him outside of the top two, it kind of kills him. Um, I still have Spiller ahead of uh, Brian Robinson, even though I like him. I just, I don't know. Like, I, I'm trusting just kind of the tape that I did watch and my general evaluation on when I watched right. both those backs. I like both of them coming out, and they're, as uh, you guys are going to see, Robinson's my four. I just seen Spiller make plays um, in the SEC for years and be consistently good. I can't bump him that low. It's hard um, for me to go.
0: I found where I could give the credit to Graham Barfield of. Mm. At fantasy points, tweeted out. Um, and I found that some analysts are saying this kind of puts Isaiah Spiller more into the comps in the likes of like a Zach Moss or Ronald Jones than it does some better prospects of the past. So,
1: I that's yeah. weird comps because I feel I, I he's definitely to me like more of a Ronald Jones than a Zach Moss because I, look, I, I, I don't can think understand. A- you know the the Isaiah spiller, the testing stuff is a concern, but I think when you watch him play, athleticism is really not a concern, okay, yeah, he doesn't have great long speed. he's not gonna outrun safeties to the end zone, but like I don't really give a shit his his lateral quickness is the is the big money maker in his profile. I mean his footwork and lateral quickness is really, really good to me, the question mark is. You need development out of Isaiah Spiller. Between the tackles, he is not good enough to be a true NFL running back. And to me, like where he at least was being drafted earlier in the offseason, where he was kind of like 103, 104, 105, way too high. I think now the consensus is starting to beat him down to where you can he's starting to fall late first. Let's say he goes in the third round. That's where I have him pegged to go. Around like a Trey Sermon pick. Pick 80, pick 85, especially in a weak running back class. Could easily happen, right? Yeah. Where is he then for for I mean, for you guys, he'd still be at RB3, JT or uh, Jake and Lunis. JT, are you still on the Brian Robinson train at that point?
0: So wait, we're saying Brian Robinson is picked around that range? No, no, no. Uh, Isaiah uh.
1: Spiller is picked around like pick 77,
0: pick 80. Pretty good landing spot. Nothing crazy, but like. Better than worse, but then where's Brian Robbins been going in this scenario? Because I think that's important. You you want want like true, that? yeah,
1: that is important.
0: Fuck, didn't think about what? that
1: angle. Um... <laughs> yeah, I was
0: about to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could vamp while you think a little bit of it. I just think, I mean, fool me once, kind of thing. Like, if I'm picking these guys at, at the late first, it just doesn't feel good again. Like, like late first and rookie drafts, because it is the the Trey Sermons and Michael Carter's of the world are, are what we're picking at that kind of range. The Keyshawn Vaughns like, doesn't feel great picking those kind of players at that round. I'd rather just pass, pick a receiver, and then pick uh, the, the dart throw running backs later on. Although, as we get into it, doesn't feel like there's a lot of dart throw receivers. They're year. not. I mean, running backs, running backs. They're not functional darts. <laughs> so. um, they're magnetic darts, but it's not a magnetic board. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess He's real quick, I I
0: love Brian Robinson. I think
1: at least he was undervalued. I'm starting to see a lot of Brian Robinson hype from people in the community. It seems like his ADP is just going to go up and up and up, and especially if he gets day two draft capital, that'll probably just continue. um I'm in a start of draft right now in the 11th round, and I'm really hoping that Brian Robinson falls to my next pick at the end of the, of the 11th or early 12th, but. I've been all in on Brian Robinson. I really like
5: him. Anything else you guys want to say on him?
0: On Brian Robinson now we're talking about? Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to be the darling of the draft. I think he's just going to get, I think he's going to get really good draft capital and he's going to be the one that shoots up boards. But I'm not going to like that because I would have preferred him to be,
1: you know. I mean, he had a third round season. ADP before. I really, I don't think he's going to hold that.
0: The
2: oh, third
3: we'll round he can, no, yeah, he's
4: probably gonna go late yeah. second
0: yeah you, i think he's I gonna think, go I, probably I, earlier uh, than that yeah. probably mid to early second yeah I, I i like him more as like a mid-second but i don't know with this draft class it'll be weird
1: all right let's go into um rb4 so zamir white is the only new name that's joe herbert guy Joe Herbert's guy in the chat. Joe Herbert has Zamir White RB3. Um, oh. Mr. Jake, what do you what do you what do you got on Zamir White? To have my RB4.
4: I just like the way he, you know, he's he plays the game. I think, you know, seeing him run between the tackles is just something that's going to translate to the next level. I understand the the passing game is a little bit of a concern. That's why it knocks him down a lot of people's boards. You know, James Cook really filled that role at Georgia for, the, for that team. And I don't think Samir White is necessarily a bad pass catcher, but he really hasn't shown anything. Um, I just think he will have, you know, I think he's going to probably get like round four draft capital, round four, round five draft capital. Um, he's going to fill a, vo- a void in a backfield and really be a running back by committee. Um, and I think he'll have a chance to really take a step forward if he runs the way we've seen him do. Um, it's just a matter of, who is that other back that he's competing with for touches? If it's, a you know, a lower-end back and not he's not behind the likes of Joe Mixon or David Montgomery or whoever we're talking about, one of those middle RB1s, like, I think he can do really... If he goes to the Jets and he's in a backfield with, you know... Uh, what's his name? Michael Carter. Oh, Michael. Thank you. Michael Carter. I really think he'll have a good chance to carve out a very <laughs> solid role. And... You wonder it just, where I could see him going. Perfect.
5: Tennessee as the uh, as the foreman uh,
1: replacement. Uh, I know that's not the sexiest thing in the world. That I don't think uh, that the Zamir White truthers would love that, but no, I think, it's bad.
2: I think it, that is, would
1: be
3: a really Der- interesting. De- Derrick Henry's been getting hurt,
4: right? But I'm not going to draft a guy because I'm banking on Derrick Henry to get hurt.
3: But the thing yeah. is, if he
1: does get hurt, then. I mean, he becomes like an RB one player. Yeah, he's all of a sudden kind of like a plug and play RB one. Like low end RB one, maybe high end RB two, but nonetheless, like as if Derrick Henry's not in the equation, it's it's stonks for for Zamira, I guess the reason that I say that is because to me, if I'm Tennessee, I'm drafting a running back, like one hundred percent. Absolutely. absolutely. Um you like, you saw what what they were able to do with Foreman in the playoffs. You need to be able to have that if Derrick Henry goes down. Tennessee historically speaking has drafted super athletic players especially at like receiver and things of that nature. I don't know why they wouldn't want to do that with a guy like Zamir White, um especially if they're trying to replicate like a Pounder running back. Um and also I think they've been running a lot more gap scheme plays uh, as the years go by, so that also kind of fits more into Zemir White's game. Um, I, don't, I, I think that, like, while the community would sour on that, all of a sudden I would start being way more into Zemir White, because I think at that point he would go in the third. And for a third-round pick, dude, like, that, that could pay dividend I even, at some
4: point. I don't know. Third is pretty low. I, I still think he would probably find his way into the back end of the second even if he's Obviously. behind Henry? Yeah, I mean, we saw Darrington Evans get picked in the second round. True. <laughs> like, like, just, he's a better prospect than Darrington Evans, and that's just yeah what it is. So, I think Samir White's a guy that people are going to kind of grow, grow on as we get closer to the draft, and I just think, as always, all running backs come rookie drafts start to slide up the board a little bit because no one has running backs and they always want to find one. Um, and they're going to be taking over guys that they really shouldn't be. So I still think he's going to climb up the board a little bit. Uh,
0: I think I have Zemir White. Yeah. I have him as running back five. And even I don't
4: love that at this point. Well, that's another thing is this running back class isn't very deep. We all love Hall and Walker at the top, but after that we've, we're pretty split. And I think that's just kind of consensus is that this class, running back class isn't very good. So, like, it's, I think Zamir Weiss is just like the best of the rest, if we're going to put it that way.
5: Well,
1: in terms of like polished in between the tackle runners that you can kind of plug and play early, I think there's only like five or six of them. So, that also could mean that these guys, Come the end of day two, early day three, you may have some teams that want to
5: get some running back depth, start fighting over these guys.
0: I, yeah, I just I don't feel good about drafting any of these players before. Like, So, so Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker are solidified first-round picks. I think that's fine. Kenneth Walker, I don't even feel great drafting like before 104. but I think that's probably where he's going to go. That's that's fine. That's where he's going to go. Yeah. Brian Robinson and Isaiah Spiller, I don't want to draft him in the first round at this point. I think Isaiah Spiller is still a solidified first-rounder unless he just tanks his NFL draft uh, round, like if he's a day three pick. But if he's a day two pick, like as in the second, third rounds, I think Isaiah Spiller is a solidified first round pick, which I no longer love him at that price. Zamir White and Brian Robinson feel like, uh, at least Brian Robinson feels like an early second if he's getting drafted early in the NFL. I don't necessarily love that. Zamir White in mid second to late second, don't love that. Like like it's just, I think you're just overpaying for running backs in this class, and I think you could instead just trade those picks for production now into the likes of um, James Conner, Rashad Penny. Um, maybe pay up a little more and just grab Zeke because these are, I don't even like Zeke a whole lot, but at least I'm getting production out of these guys. If you're drafting these guys where where they're currently ranked, I think you're just like crumpling up your draft pick and throwing out.
1: Would you trade the pick of Kenneth Walker for ETN?
0: ETN's a weird one for me. (laughs) Like that injury, uh, how I felt about him as a prospect, like, He's just that's tough. He's weird egg for me. No, nope. because I actually
1: think the ETN and Walker are similar prospects, but I think the ETN I had is a little bit better of a prospect. I think than I think
3: ETN has the higher ceiling. <laughs> Definitely. Um, that's what makes it tough. Because if he if he can come back healthy, to know like the injury, we have to wait and see. But he is also just what like twenty one years old. Um, now maybe twenty two. He he was so explosive when he played. And the receiving ability
1: as well. Is no, very that's part attractive. of it. That's
3: part of the upside. Like he can be kind of like, almost like a, like a DeAndre Swift type. Um, and
1: I guess lastly, we've seen it with the rec- with the receiver position, the chemistry of like, when teams have drafted teammates, it's worked for every single player outside of James Washington and Mason Rudolph. And that's mainly because Mason <laughs> Rudolph and James, James, James Washington, Washington and aren't Rudolph. great.
2: Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, all right, let's go on to five. Five, I have a very interesting running back, me and Lunis, Damian Pierce. Um, I like Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce is another dude that it feels like the community is very low on right now. But if he goes where I think he's gonna go, I think there's a good chance. Not necessarily a good chance, but a decent chance that he can go, he can sneak into the end of day two. All of a sudden if if the landing spot's even semi-attractive he's another running back that we might see sneak into the late second now unlike brian robinson i'm going to be on the jt train where i'm not really sure i love that price
3: if if he's going where in rookie drafts? the
5: late second if
1: he goes
3: second
5: let's say he goes late third round He's in that
1: classic group of running backs that get drafted somewhere around, like, pick 95 to 120, where you have, like, a 20 to 25% hit rate. But if they hit, it's usually pretty darn good. I I mean, Lunis, you're the other guy that that's on Damian Pierce. Would you be taking him around there, or are you going to be passing
5: him up? What about you,
1: Joe? I mean, are you taking at, him there
5: late second? Let me look second? at my
3: boardy. Honestly, I don't hate him in the late second. No, I don't mind that pick. I'm I would take him in the late. Him, if if he goes day two, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate that pick at all. Take him in the late second. I just think if he if he goes in the third round, where NFL teams like him enough to take him day two, I think he can get on the field like relatively fast. He's you can make a case he's probably if not the best like a top three pass blocking rookie back coming out of this class. Um,
4: we saw how that ended for Kenneth Gainwell.
3: Well, Kenneth yeah, Gainwell is just Yeah, I don't because, care if you're
1: a pass blocker. First off, ninety-five percent of college running backs suck at pass blocking. Second so off, I don't get points for pass blocking.
3: Well, Kenneth um, Gainwell is just because he was stuck behind Miles Sanders. Um, but uh, as for Damien Pierce, I don't. He's Sirianni just, just wouldn't put him on the field. He had the cool. chance early in the year. Early in the year, he was back. I don't know. But that's a whole separate issue. Um, I just think with Damien Pierce, if he goes to go day three, I saw. Like here's a hypothetical landing spot. How would you guys say Tampa Bay brought him in for workouts? Are you higher lower hmm. on him on the Tampa Bay, with Fournette being on just like that one year deal? No, I'm I still don't out like of Damian Pierce. Neutral. I only mentioned that because it was just a recent workout that happened. I saw his recent news with him. Um To go off of,
4: just to go, go off of what Skull Dynasty said in the chat, I'd rather a receiver at every single one of these picks at this point. Same. Okay. I'd rather take See? a wide receiver at all of these picks.
3: Yeah, I just feel like there's a drop off with the receivers in like the mid-second. That's why I'm saying late second, I feel better about. Like if you look back uh, at our mock around what, the mid-second you, you feel, is when there's a big drop off. You taking like,
4: Damian Pierce, are you taking Justin Ross? Justin even Ross. Justin Damian Ross went two oh seven
3: went two oh seven hours. It's more so like are you taking Pierce or like a John Mechie?
0: I'm taking like Wandell Robinson over all these guys.
3: Yeah, or like a Wanda little... Robinson, like those are the guys he's competing against around like that, like 210, 211, 212
0: range. That's yeah. why
3: I say I'm okay, because I do think there's a wide receiver drop off midway through this.
0: I just round. I I think the issue with players like Damien Pierce and and now beyond is I, it's going to just take luck for these guys to get any kind of actual role. Like they're going to need injuries ahead of them. Because even if you know, say it he, is he, like he gets he drafted kind of, to the Bucks and, and Laren Fournette's above him with the one-year contract, I think you're just running into the same issue that you would in the likes of like AJ Dillon, Tony Pollard, Alexander Madison. Except I think he's just a worse prospect than any of those three guys. So it's like I think compared to Madison coming out, you can make the case that Pierce. Right, may, ma- ma- maybe Matt. I think Dillon
3: was a better prospect coming out, but because I was going to say those guys, you could easily get a late second for um i was gonna make a point i just forgot <laughs> off the top of my head <laughs> um but I, I just think there's such a tear break in the middle of the second with like um and oh i remember the point i was gonna make he would if he goes where ron franco's he's kind of in a similar position as michael carter last season michael carter went like early second a lot yeah but that's also that
0: a time. similar position of
3: well i think the other thing about
1: pierce that's being a little bit understated is that i I, if he becomes a good player and you pick him up at the end of the second that's probably a smash pick oh yeah like i think if he becomes fantasy relevant there's a good chance that he becomes really relevant right and is putting up some good points for your fantasy like okay yeah maybe he becomes a chuba hubbard but
0: I, I just think it's way more likely than not the receiver I'm drafting at that range becomes fantasy relevant rather than... Yeah,
1: no, it definitely is. You pr- it's probably almost twice as likely. But running backs, man, they'd be crazy. All right, let's go on to running back six we're at. So the only new name here is James Cook. JT, that is you, which honestly surprises me a little bit because you're usually Tinder guy JT. Got to check all the boxes.
0: Well... I got news for you, Frank. None of these guys <laughs> check boxes.
4: <laughs>
0: so at this point, what was I don't did, know, let's just go narratives that did you know he is the brother of Dalvin Cook? Like,
4: <laughs> I, like he ran a faster 40 than Dalvin
1: Cook. Yeah, uh, this is where we start getting to the point where you just start shaking the magic eight ball. You know, it's like, all right, <laughs> uh, how about this guy?
4: Yeah, I mean uh, I'm just, like, I'm looking
0: at, I'm I'm looking after like literally after like Brian David Robinson Cook. and maybe Zabiro like I, I think it's actually just after Brian Robinson Isaiah Spiller. I don't even think Samir White has earned his, his role oh. into that group. Oh, I just don't like these running backs. I don't like these running backs. I don't want them. I don't want I don't these like running him.
2: backs. If yeah, you give them to, to
0: me for free, sure, I'll take them. You know, they could just sit on my taxi. But, like, at the prices that these guys all are, I don't like these running backs. So, James Cook is just there because – I don't even know to be honest with you. I just I, I think we we talked about it in mentor, He seems like he seems like he can be a guy that can like work in you know, like a, a third third down. I was gonna say like a change back. of pace back.
4: Yeah, yeah, where where it's like James Cook is the new James White. That that's
0: literally what I was gonna say. Like maybe he ends up because like none of these guys that are after him seem to be three down running back workhorses. They just they're not. They're not these players. This running back class is not good. I don't like it. You got Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, kind of, and that's it. Like this is not a good running back class.
1: Um, yeah, I've I've given my thoughts on James Cook. It's just a very risky pick. Um But he I like you said, if he goes to an interesting landing spot, get you know, is able to catch a couple of passes a game, get a handful of carries, why can't he be somewhat relevant i just think that you really lack the upside with with james cook
3: i think i think someone like james cook is going to end <laughs> up having value in terms of being like a decent running backs handcuff
1: yeah i don't like know i just i like just i looked back Pollard. and a lot of these receiving back type of players it's just hard to predict someone like gainwell who i really liked last year even someone who i like i like gainwell a lot more than james cook I think he was a way better prospect than James Cook. Why am I all of a sudden taking James Cook at, at a similar ADP to that? that that's my problem. Maybe if he gets a really attractive landing spot.
0: Yeah, I mean, in all honesty, this is kind of just like a put gun to my head situation. Like, who am I picking here? Like, I don't want them. So uh, I think here I can Cook. still
3: make genuine picks. 7 through 10, it gets bad. Uh, like, or eight, I'm... 8
0: through 10, 8 through 10. Joe Herbert, I want an Oompa Loompa. We <laughs> <An laughs> don't have many of those in this class.
1: Um, I mean, all right, let's coming up. Sincere McCormick, is he not an Oompa Loompa?
0: <laughs> He's thick. <there. laughs> um, all right, am I talking about Sincere McCormick? Is he the there next on, Sincere McCormick's has-
1: interesting. Like, once again, if you're one of those dudes that's like production out of years out of high school. And then compare it to other group of five backs. Since here, McCormick was an extremely productive running back mm-hmm.
0: for yep. multiple
1: years, and he, and he had like an early breakout, I'm pretty sure. But dude, his testing yeah. was pretty atrocious.
0: Um, yeah, his, his what you want?
1: Didn't he
3: run great. like a four six?
1: Wasn't great. Yeah. It was not
0: great. Um, yeah, four six. I mean, JT, you're the guy who's got him on here. You're the only Again. dude. Okay. This is more of a gun to my head, but I, I've just been a sincere McCormick guy. I don't know. Um, I, I, I think he's kind of a small little thick. Uh, I guess you could call him a Noompa Loompa. Um, he's small, thick running back, I think, could, could handle. Sincere fade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, again, running back class not great. Like, you're not going to see me really dying on any of these guys' hills. <laughs> Like if i think
2: the thing
3: with him what, what weren't people expecting him to test like extremely well in the 40 and thought he'd be
0: kind of a, yeah a yeah and and like but yeah. again again there's so much of this to me is like there's there's like game day speed and then there's testing speed i think i think sincere mccormick's one of those guys who has that kind of game day speed about him um but again it's kind of just like a i'll go with kind of who I think could be a sneaky underlying Darth Row than these players that I've just seen play at, at a higher level and just not do nearly as much. Like
1: I haven't watched his tape yet, so maybe he's good, and I'm unjustifiably crapping on him. Yeah, but yeah, I, right. as of right now, I am not drafting him. Um, I mean, I, I'm I've probably, probably not even there,
0: if we're being honest.
1: Tyler Beatty's interesting. You talking about another very productive running back. I am halfway through watching Tyler Beatty. He's very interesting. I mean, hard runner. Um, he has receiving output. I don't think he's a great receiver, though. He's almost like the anti Kenneth Walker, where Kenneth Walker just wasn't throwing the ball, but when he was, he didn't look like a bad receiver. Where it's like Tyler Beatty just happened to be throwing the ball a shit ton, but I don't think he's a good receiver. Runs hard, he's a little undersized. I mean, for this running back class, I think that that Beatty is pretty interesting. I'd like to see where he goes in the NFL draft. I I think that there's definitely some concerns there. Um, I I still think he's a day three guy, but I kind of have him as
5: like the top of the day three dudes as of right now, from what I've seen. Yeah. I don't,
0: I have an idea guys. Again, I'm just going to say the same thing over and over. So maybe I'll just shut up, but I think we could play a quick game if you guys wanted to. Shoot. You guys give me what pick I'm picking at, and I'll tell you who I think should go around that pick. 212. For 212, I think I would trade that pick for Curtis
5: Samuel. Okay, how about another one?
2: Curtis
4: Samuel?
0: 304. 304 I'm looking at the board there's James Cook and sheer McCormick's up there I'm going to trade that pick for like a Kendrick Bourne
5: Oh the Bourne legacy Jake is
0: shook yeah. I'm just was, looking I'm just looking at keep trade well, cut well, and what it was, players are ranked well, around we'll now, so, like, I don't Bourne, want any of these running backs It was a boy Yeah <laughs> yeah apparently <laughs> it's a 304 hey, I'm not <laughs> actually <sure>. I actually <laughs> wouldn't trade for I wouldn't trade 304 for a Kendrick Bourne. But
1: that doesn't seem like a very ul- a good ultimatum, though. JT <laughs> 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 was pretty dead set on taking the anyway. Um, Alright, I guess next up at 8, we got a couple Rashad Whites here. I have Pierre Strong. We're going to get into Pierre Strong later, so I don't really want to talk about him. Um, I mean, Rashad, we're, we seem to be pretty low as a podcast on Rashad White. Has is the community also becoming really low on Rashad yeah, White Yeah look,
3: look at Joe Herbert in the chat Your bae is the so. aren't running
0: back Rashad White wishes he was <laughs> <laughs> I I, I not agree uh, I guess I agree with that. I mean maybe I'm boring but I like these running backs just aren't good prospects. What do you want? Like they they're, they're not <laughs> I, I can't I can't
2: make
3: the,
0: I can't make these guys interesting. I can't. JT 6 by 6. I disagree with most of them, but he sticks by his takes. He's he's been uh, low on this running like, back class for weeks. Like Lunis, like yeah. Say say you're picking like like. Are are you actually like excited to pick Damien Pierce? Like, no. <laughs> I'm trying to trade you away. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like,
1: Damn, I, Lunis is low on a Florida player. What the hell? That's that's um, how you know it's bad. I can't. Well, mean, no, I either. just
3: think the end of the second round this year isn't like um. Just in general, I'm like, eh. Like kind of what JT was saying with like two, twelve, three, or four. I'd rather trade those picks. Yeah, I like think players. the
1: third round is pretty good
4: this year.
0: At
3: least it's as good as the fucking of end them. of the
4: second. to Be honest, yeah. I got um, all the third rounders you want them.
0: School dynasty right. wants me to pull rabbit out of a hat here. I just can't. I can't do it.
1: All, all right, next <laughs> couple guys. I mean, we're going to say the same thing over and over again. Uh, we got a Pierce Strong, Tyler Algier, Kyron Williams. I mean, Jake, would you like to?
4: To give your final Kyron Williams take hey, here?
0: Lunas is actually higher
4: than Williams. <laughs> All right. I mean, at this point, 9 and 10 can flip-flop. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, but my final, final sorrows, I guess, of Kyron Williams, um, I still think, despite testing as poorly as he did, um, I think he could potentially have a role as a third down back. I still think he's a good, wide, you know, a good receiving back. Um, we've seen that kind of not translate very well to the NFL, and it's very hit and miss. Uh, but at running back 8, 9, 10 of this class, I mean, it's all dart throws. I'm going to take a guy that I think at least has some upside in the receiving game. I, I like the way he ran. I thought he was a very patient runner. I know Frank thought it was just him not seeing the holes which is possible as well, but I just, I, I I like what I saw. I think it, you know, obviously the testing knocked him down. His draft capital will be a big tell how NFL teams feel about him. I think that could yeah. rebound his value a little bit. Um, but as of now, running back 10 for me, Lunas has him at nine. I think that's pretty fair. It's going to end up being a mid-third value, I think, in rookie drafts, which at that point I'll take the dart, the dart throw here on, on Kyrie Williams.
1: All right, I guess last point before I move on.
3: I've
2: Real got
4: Keonta. Um, What's up, Lunas?
3: Uh, Just a quick comment I want to make. Well, I was a little bit surprised about. I thought after the testing, he was gonna go. kind of is gonna go like in the sixth or seventh for sure. I've seen some people saying he could go in the fourth, which is why I snuck him back onto the end of my list. I like I, I, I have like a
1: fifth round grade on him still.
3: Okay, so you don't think it'd be crazy if you went like towards the end of the fourth? Yeah, like if if you're if he does go around there, I I, I feel fine having him at RB nine. I'm. Don't look forward to drafting him, but, like, it's kind of a shit show 8-10, through so.
1: What would be interesting, and where Kyron Williams, at least for me, would save a lot of his value and, I guess, recoup a lot of it, I'm not sure how the community would feel on him because it feels like everyone already hates him. If he goes in that, like, 120-ish range of picks, where he's, like, one of those dudes that has that 20-25% chance to hit, then he could be interesting. I don't think it's gonna happen. That, that's the only issue.
3: <laughs> um all right. Kyron's your RB seventeen.
0: <laughs> no, uh, no golden <laughs> domes. Okay. I don't think that's it's that, that. crazy. <laughs> it's just,
1: um. All right. Last last guy I have, Keontae Ingram. He's a dude that's interesting. I haven't watched his film, but I I remember watching him a while ago. Texas, I believe he was playing. Then he transferred to USC. Um, caught a few USC games. Clown Fiesta of a fucking team. Um. But he, he looked interesting, so I have him as my RB10 for now. Um, dude that I liked when I just watched him live, so I'm going to have to watch a tape or report back. But that's it. That's the running back rankings as of right now. Now let's get the, most of this dog water off of the screen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this dog
2: dude, water. Dude, <laughs> I remember coming
3: into this,
1: to this, to this offseason, I was like, dude, there's so many running backs that I think could be like sneaky little buys. And I watched a couple. I'm like,
3: because, all right, Because well. then you're like, wait, there's only three. And they're like, Brian Robinson, Pearson, Samir Yeah, it's like, you know, I, was, I
2: was like, oh, Tyler out here. I've been hearing
1: a lot of good things. The model the says he's RB1 overall. Like, can't wait to dive in. I remember watching that BYU game where he has the Tomahawk over the top against ASU to force the, the fumble. It's like.
3: Oh, yeah, I remember that.
1: Yeah, maybe you should be playing defense. Um,
3: <laughs>
1: Byron Williams. And I'm like, yeah And just. On and on and on and on,
5: just
0: well, yikes! That that's the thing. Like, I see the typical conversation on Twitter, and it's always like, "Yeah, there's a lot of dark throw running backs that you could take in this draft." And that's like, if dark throw means just guys you could stash on the back end of your roster for a year and then cut and disappointment, yeah, there's a lot of those dark throws. But
1: yeah, but I think a dark throws is like a, a Ramondre Stevenson type of guy.
0: Yeah, but we don't have those this year. We don't have the like <laughs> Brian Robinson. Yay. It's Brian there's Robinson. Um,
4: brian robinson isn't gonna go nearly I, as I low think, as, I, think, as, I think yeah i think so brian robinson's better
0: probably i i i tend to agree but it's just
1: damian pierce is like the that that type of Remando dude as of right now. yeah i agree. Um, agree ingram is great size in a three down back yeah when i saw him live i thought he was really interesting I, he's one of the few running backs left that i'm like Maybe. Please, crossing fingers, don't make me hate watching your
2: games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, all right. So, we have a game. We have an interesting game that I came up with right before the pod. And it, I call it Player versus First. I wonder what this is going to be. Um, all right. <laughs> I'm let's take a lot of explaining.
4: Explain. <laughs> it's, a, it's a creative title.
1: All right. Yeah. But I guess to be a little bit more specific, I'm doing a startup draft right now, I'm going to join more. But there's an interesting conundrum that I've seen where it's like, would you rather have this pick or like a 2024 first round pick? Because the jury is out in the 2023 class. People would be much more willing to
5: trade their 2024 first instead of their 2023 first. That's fine. Um, But would you rather have the pick?
1: Would you rather have the player? So I'm going to go through a list of players. The first round pick we're assuming is kind of random, but not completely random. Because, like in the startup, if you're trading that pick for the first, I mean, you're giving them a halfway decent player. So it's it's still a random pick, but you're you're kind of treating it as like a more back endish random pick. Does that make any sense? Do I make yes. any sense?
3: Yeah. Um, Pretty much, it's not it's not like a team that's like like completely rebuilding's first.
1: Yeah, you're thinking right. you're thinking it's like okay, it's random between like pick five to twelve, not like mm. oh, it's gonna be not pick like two. he has
3: a chance of being top three. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're not thinking it's gonna be top three in the valuation.
5: Okay. Let's start off. Guy we talked about earlier, Rashad Bateman, first or or player. Or
2: that, I first. feel like first. I'm going
3: to be, a gonna be in my eye. Yeah, Why is, is this here. a question? <laughs> I hate all of you.
0: <laughs> it's Bateman.
3: Easy no, Bateman. Is, is this suppo- is supposed to be the Bateman with the second? For the first? <laughs> 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 like you mixed up the list. You're supposed to be in the next one.
1: Alright, so hey, we're, we're, I'm also taking the pick. So we got three picks, one Bateman? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Apparently. I, I have a feeling this is going to be a recurring theme with these players. But
5: Alright, Hollywood. Player or pick? Pick. pick.
0: Ho- Hollywood.
3: I'll take Hollywood.
5: I'm also going to take Hollywood.
3: Oh, wrong.
0: okay. Well, Big oh, uh, Man and Hollywood
3: are like on, such an equal i I like Hollywood me. a little bit more.
0: Yeah, like yeah he he's just a did it. Like more. he just
3: had. I don't All right, you like
0: him a little bit more.
3: Like I, I like again. I'm that for Bateman. It might, it might be. I was trying to be nice to Bateman. <laughs> All
5: right, interesting. So we're definitely at least
1: me and Lunas are a good bit higher on Hollywood than Bateman. High
5: five. Lins. Yes. Yeah. Um, David Montgomery. David Montgomery. Montgomery. First. This one, I think it depends wait, wait, on what
3: though, day you catch. The JT, some some. So you'd rather have Bateman over Montgomery in Dynasty, and Hollywood yes. over Montgomery. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think Hollywood think and Montgomery get... are close. Oh, Montgomery! I'm so gonna go with scary.
5: David Montgomery.
3: I'm yeah. taking Montgomery.
5: A lot of
1: three ones. A lot of three ones. All right. So my, Main my
0: issue, in unison. My issue is Montgomery, and I'm gonna lob. Maybe I shouldn't do this, but because it, it'll just. Garner more hate than help, but like <laughs> okay. David Montgomery and Josh Jacobs, it's just like they've they've shown like they are who they are at this point.
4: No, no, like, no, 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 no. If <laughs> me David wrong. Montgomery is closer to Joe Mixon than he is Josh Jacobs, prove me wrong. I actually don't hate that thing.
3: I mean, the, th- I I I, the thing. I think the thing with Montgomery. I mean, it's actually similar to Mixon. Montgomery has, has been battling injuries to similar healthy, to it. What- yeah.
4: Similar to what Mixon has done in his – in his, or did in his first two years, when he plays, he's very productive. The Bears are a team that's getting better. And now he's – if he's healthy, I think he will produce similar to what Mixon did this year.
1: I, I just like no. what I saw out of Montgomery watching the Bears games. I saw a, a way improved running back from the Montgomery that entered what's the gonna league.
3: Be, what's going to be – what's going to start to be interesting, though, with Montgomery um, – this is the last year on his rookie de- uh, rookie deal. This is a proving year for him trying yeah, to get that I extension. Don't like, I don't yeah, like with, a new backs well. going yeah into, with the new regime. Yeah, with the new. I don't
0: like running backs going into their second contract anyway.
2: So.
5: All right. Um. Another running back, Elijah Mitchell. Player First. or pick? Pick pick. Taking the pick. You want an island here,
0: Frank? The Mitchell
5: guy. I want to. I want to be on
1: an island. I really do. It's close. Know. It's close. It's another dude that's like I just can't.
5: I can't <laughs> pin it down.
3: The thing is, you 49ers could <clears throat> throw, could throw anyone in there and get my brain is telling production. me pick,
5: but my heart is wants me to take the bait so bad. It wants me to take the bait. I'm gonna go. Fuck it, Elijah
1: Mitchell. I'm going, Elijah Mitchell. Oh, Give me you the island. It. Let's go. Let's go, Shanny.
0: All right, at least someone else is on an island now.
1: He's gonna break <laughs> the curse. He's
0: gonna break
3: the, the what? The so. sixth round pick is gonna break. The of
1: curse? 49ers running backs just becoming irrelevant say, after
3: like, being like, good. You no, know, the thing was like if Elijah Mitchell missed, missed the week and they threw in Jeff Wilson, you're gonna get pretty similar production.
2: Wow. <laughs> I'm wrong, Mr. am I, wrong. You've a posting one
1: Don't convince me. Don't convince
0: me. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> yeah, leave yeah, Frank on his island. <laughs> Anyone else, Frank?
1: I, I see. I'm gonna
0: switch it to pick I'm gonna switch it to pick you oh, oh, wrong. wrong. I'm wrong. Don't yeah. Convince me. I'm I mean, out. you're making Good. the right choice, but
1: yeah. <laughs> I just I want to be Elijah Mitchell. I liked him in the draft, it, like. That's the thing is that like when when I, when there's someone that I like coming out and they play well, I have the emotional connection, you know. I just Not become good. I become too attached.
5: Mac Jones, player
0: or pick? That's oh. a tough one, actually. Um, Mac Jones. What, a lot of convic- right? a conviction, conviction yeah, from Jake over here. You're held just strong in that belief. Snap, I don't know. I don't snap. know. Stay tuned <laughs> next week about Mac Jones. I have something to Isn't 24 is supposed week? to be a solid QB class too?
1: I Dude, uh, it's 2024. Right. It's then, with quarterbacks. It's like
0: maybe. Yeah, we thought no. Sam Howell was going to be sick. Like when he was. That's that's we also thought was, uh,
4: Spencer Rattler was going to be the first pick in this draft. So. <laughs> I'm going to go with Mac Jones.
3: It's pretty much think... it's like the safety or upside because the upside is with the pick. But like Mac Jones is such like a safe. Like you know he's going to be QB two.
0: My thing is like. I'd, I'd rather just have like a Ryan Tannehill like than than Mac Jones because I, I I just think I'm getting more points. So what, it, my question is, like, is Ryan Tannehill worth more than than yeah, a boys. first? I don't.
4: Know. So you're gonna take one first round pick for Mac Jones two years from now.
3: I don't feel
0: good about yeah. my decision. It's
2: just consistent <laughs> quarterback two. It's just consistent quarterback
0: two Like you could replace that every year. Like See, The thing is, I think Ryan that his his,
1: his upside is being underrated. First off, and second off, I like the. I just like the level of player that I'm buying. I like you're saying consistent. Like I like him being my QB two, like high end quarterback two. At least I think. For potentially years to come on a, in a good organization. I, I like that a lot. I agree. So okay, no, go- no, two two
0: we're split. I'm going Mac Jones. Yeah, I just want the pick.
1: Oh, wait, you went Mac Jones? I, I flipped. No, I'm not Sorry.
3: I originally went with the pick. I flipped. Um Brandon Ayuk,
0: player or pick? I took the pick. And I like Ayuk. I don't think it's an easy decision, but that, I, that one's actually t- That one's really tough for me. I think I'm gonna say Iuk.
1: The thing is is that I feel like if if I would never offer out right now a 2024 first for IU but I'm going to say IU. Like I think if I had to pick yeah, between the I'm two in same boat. If it's a if if I think it's a a later end 2024 first and I I'm drafting a good team, I'm going to take IU. We got our first 2-2 split there. All right, we got the other one, Dave Montgomery. How about Josh Jacobs?
0: Well, hey, you heard what I, I heard. Break. How I felt. Wow. Okay, so you feel that differently about Jacobs and Montgomery that you would much rather. Okay, I mean, I'm still the pick, but I think I'm, I gonna, like, go, I'm I think like gonna go. I'm gonna go with the pick and... as
5: well.
2: The, like Josh Jonathan. Jacobs
5: inconsistency when I watch him is is frustrating. Um, I
1: almost think he's more of a product of volume than he is of talent, which scares me a little mm. bit. Yes and no. It's just like every single game you get a new Josh Jacobs. You know, it's a coin flip. Are we getting the good one or are we getting the mediocre 3.
4: one? 3.6 yards per carry. Um,
0: Michael Pittman, player or pick? Pick. Pittman, I've been warm up to like a, a little bit, but his price is still crazy to me.
4: I, his I, price is way too high. I think, it, like, get more than, I think you can get more than the pick. Honestly, that's the thing. I'm, I'm, just, right
0: right now. I'm, I'm still going to take the pick, but yeah. I'll take the pick.
5: I think we're gonna go with Pittman. Oh, this is one I don't really good. hate. It, it, I, I don't
0: hate it That's as much. Good. It, it doesn't, doesn't feel great.
1: I just the thing about Pittman is that I kind of gave up him. I liked him a lot as a rookie year. Kind of gave up on him, but now I'm kind of back on the train. Where like I, I like the prospect. The draft capital is good. The situation is good. I think he's in a the talent
5: is good. I think he checks enough boxes. It's not the sexiest thing, but I'm gonna take the player. I like Pittman. TJ Hawkinson. Hawk. Hawkinson. I'm also gonna go Hawkinson.
3: Are we also assuming this is tight end premium?
5: Yeah, sure. Doesn't matter.
3: <laughs> yeah. Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. TJ JT
5: JT has
1: been in his little fan over Hawk, I feel like, for years. <sighs> now. Oh
0: yeah, I'm I'm that plant is well planted. <laughs> um <laughs> I think I take the pick.
5: Okay. I,
1: yeah. Would you take I Would you take fant? Would
0: hours. you take fant over the pick? No. Well, I mean, I mean, I just know that that pick is worth more than Fant. Like. Okay. No, I'm saying. Like, um, Derek dude. Carr
5: this is the last one.
0: Pick. Carr. I'm taking
5: Carr. I'm going with the pick.
0: Ooh, oh, wow. that's not what I thought you would have said. But welcome.
1: I think Derek Carr is. Actually, reached potentially overvalued territory. I remember two years ago, I was nabbing Derek Carrs in like the tenth no, or eleventh round I'm, of startups.
3: I, I'm no Derek like, Carr Dude, hater. Derek yeah, Carr or... to
1: me was what Mac Jones, what people think Mac Jones is. I was like, sweet QB two, Derek Carr, let's go. And I know, but I, I, I just, I, I think, I think
3: Derek Carr is going to have like Darren Waller's back, Devontae Adams. Oh yeah, the he's offense gonna...
5: is is great, but. I don't know.
3: Renfro. Third Renfro is, another, for, is a number three option. It's pretty nice. Um.
1: All right. Now we're doing the same thing. Player versus pick. But it's now player and a second round pick
5: for versus that the
1: pick. So you're getting the, the player and a second round pick. So let's start off. This is one that I was trying
5: to offer out. Aaron Jones, player and second or pick. And both picks are in 2024
3: still? Yep. I'll take Aaron Jones in the second.
4: Oh, I hate that I'm saying this, but I agree with Lotus. (laughs) Uh,
0: Now, look, before you two answered, I was going to also agree, but I don't want to be on the side of you two, so. (laughs) 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 But I think I'm going to agree. I I think I'll just take Aaron Jones in the second. I'm going to go with the pick.
1: Oh. Damn. Um, first, or, which is the funny. A- yeah. Which is funny Dillon because first. I took Aaron Jones in the startup for every reason. And now I'm trying to trade him in a second for the pick. Like I'm in that exact <laughs> scenario. <laughs> um, all right, let's go with this counterpart. AJ Dillon player in second or pick.
3: First. I'll take the pick.
1: Wow. I'll so you guys first. are just like Aaron mm-hmm. Jones over AJ Dillon guys.
0: Yes. I'd rather have Aaron. Jones. Yeah. I a. think, a. think we've seen it already is the thing. Like, that's my issue with Tony Pollard. It's my issue with Alexander Madison. Like, I mean, coaches could be dumb. Front office staff could be dumb. So, I mean, if there's they definitely a chance them, that's the if case. They,
3: if they were that high on Dylan, I don't think they're giving Aaron Jones that money.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, I'm going
5: to go with the pick, but I, that,
0: I that thought that we would at least got
1: Packers. a couple A.J. Dylans.
0: A brutal draft. <laughs> um, no, right. I think I'll just take pick.
1: Jameis Winston, player and second oh. or pick? Oh,
0: pick. pick? Pick. Not even pick. Pick. That was a convention? Oh, come me on, James Jake. Shows? You're supposed to
1: be the Jameis guy. You're supposed to be so, looking at J- the
2: dubs. Come Jake, on. Jake has consistently
0: been the fake Jameis guy. Like, he comes on this pod. He's the Jameis guy. But then you try and J- trade J- Jake Jameis. He won't do it. He's the fake Jameis guy. It's all show. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just do refute.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just love him. I think his character, as a character, if we were making a movie, he's number one character. A good
3: you know? locker room, gotta have on your fantasy <laughs> team.
1: Um, Alberto, player in second or pick tight end premium. I'll give you that pick. Pick. Oh, pick. I, I like
0: Alberto, but like, he's that's all right. Two mid seconds for first. I think Next tight really end,
5: Cole Komet, player in second or pick.
0: Pick. Still, still pick. pick.
1: Yeah, still pick. pick. Damn, tight end's getting no love. I thought I was going to get one of you guys. I, I was thinking that maybe I could get JT it, with, it... the, with the Albert O
5: hype.
3: Nah. No. First or first.
0: Um, Juju
5: Smith-Schuster.
2: Player okay, in second or now pick? Okay, you're starting to
0: talk to me. <sighs> you're, starting, you're starting to talk more in my lane.
5: Speaking your language. Yeah, nice. It's,
0: uh... I don't want to speak Cubanese. After all that, though, <laughs> I think I am going to say pick. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, uh,
5: actually,
0: I'll take Juju in the second. I'll take Juju in the second. What was his contract
3: with the Chiefs? Was it two years? One year. Like one
0: Contracts.
1: Uh,
3: give me the first. Give me the first. I'm going to take, take Juju. I don't I
4: know what island? I'm going to take. <laughs> I don't know. Am I on the island for this one?
3: Um, wait, you would take the pick? I'm taking the first. I want you,
5: yeah. So, I mean, it's up to Frank. I'm gonna take the pick, yeah.
3: Not alone, Mike
5: Williams, player or pick?
3: Mike pick. Williams, I'm taking Mike Williams
5: and the second pick. Easy, I
0: think you just have back
4: from Mike Williams. Mike Williams is a fucking fraud.
0: Uh, similar to Jake, Mike Williams is a fraud, and I will take the first round pick.
5: I like Mike Williams. I'm still going to take the first round pick.
0: Oh, now I'm on the island. Michael Gallup. Player hey, in pick. second
5: or pick? Pick,
0: pick, 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 pick. Pick. <laughs> Michael Gallup's going to be a wide receiver three on this offense again. They're
2: going to dash. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm scared of. Like,
1: <laughs> Did Joe Herbert. Wait, was pick duh for one of the tight ends or Jameis?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think it's gotta be Jameis. Um <laughs> <laughs> like that was even I don't know who you thought you were gonna get bite on that one. I guess Jake. Right? I,
1: I thought the player in seconds were gonna be closer than the than the straight up first for players, but apparently no. not.
0: Well, I, um, I think we, we I'm also we don't gonna go talk, with the
1: pick over Gallup. Yeah,
0: we don't talk enough about how Gallup has a torn ACL, like like. He's not going to be right. That for is him. true. I keep. And even if that. He is, even if he is, like he's not going to be hundred percent. Like I like Gallup. I think Gallup is good. It's just I think he's like a juju.
3: I think he's better than juju.
5: Disagree. Um. Yeah, there it is. That's all my player picks. <laughs> okay. Oh, that. All right.
0: I like. We the kind James of one.
1: steamrolled through those. I like that.
0: The. So, well, I mean the the contentious ones have been always contentious on this podcast. So <laughs> I, I'm the Bateman guy. Uh, Jake just hates the Ravens. I like, it's I don't Go know. I'm trying to think, think of who else we talked about. Michael. Dude, inside. Joe
1: Herbert is just pick city. I mean, I guess we all are have been. Yeah, pick we all. City for this.
0: I think we all were. So I don't know. Maybe that might I'm be something. Still,
1: I'm still laughing at pick.
0: Duh. <laughs> 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 that's
1: too <that's so> funny. <laughs>
0: Seems like we should try and make this happen, though. If we can do it, like just trade X player plus a second for a first.
1: That was Jameis.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, if you right. if, if you could get a first for Jameis in a second, do that right now. I, I I don't know what league can, but bulk trade. I mean, I was supposed
1: yeah. to say something about the bulk trades at the beginning. I forgot to. I I, I want to pull up the comment. I'm actually I'm going to pull up the comment really quickly. Because last episode was it? Last episode? I'm not getting this wrong. Well, I think it was two. two. I think we've it was done two it. We though. did it
0: two in a row. We 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 first we first put Marquez Valdez Scantling on the block, block uh, two weeks ago. We started doing you, you were doing the bulk trade in that league that we took over, and then last week I was talking about Albert O, and I was putting him out for the seconds. Oh, um, so we've done it two weeks in a row. We've talked about bulk trading.
1: Bang! I'm gonna Look at look at this gabriella jenkins hermosa Alession. what is all this stuff look at it this isn't even
5: I, I don't know what's going on here bang remove um look at this though this, this is what actually is supposed to be talking about um david oh god i'm screwing this up royally here oh god. what was here, this comment i'm gonna read out in a second once i can get on the screen Um. I have to tell you guys something.
1: Although a bit worried Frank's head might explode. I scoffed at his bulk offer theory, but was
2: selling (laughs) Albert O was going
1: to settle for any second, any year. Started with 201 to 206, was then going to move to 2023, then 2024, then back to 207 to 212. Somebody bit at 205. So yup. Good advice, Frank.
2: And guess what? The other
1: episode, when we were selling Marquez valdes scantling I offered him for, I think, 20 second-round picks. We were insta rejected on half of them before I could finish offering. It took two weeks. It took two weeks. But guess what trade went down this morning? Marquez valdes scantling for a twenty twenty four second. Bulk offering when selling is OP. It is OP. <laughs> if you are selling players, bulk offer. You have to. It is so cash. It is the E. Like, any one of those players that you're like, shit, like he's worth a second on keep trade cut, but I offered him to this guy and I couldn't get a second offer to two people. Like, fuck it. Bulk offer his ass for every second round pick in existence. <laughs> It is OP.
3: Oh my god. That comment's hilarious. I I just love
1: the... I scoffed at his book offer theory. (laughs) I was
4: rolling when I read that.
0: I love getting 205.
4: Oh, (laughs) Robert Miller. Oh my god.
0: I I love Robert Miller's comments in this. If you would like to do the honors and read it, Jake. All right, you I so I I can. I don't think I can. Okay. Rob Miller goes, hey, guys, in my super flex league where I lost in the championship team, I traded my 2022 first, Mac Jones, and my 23 first for Deshaun Watson. Will my acquisition give my team a happy ending? <laughs> we are not condone that, but uh, I, I think that's a very solid trade.
4: Especially if he says
3: he just lost in the championship, which means he has a contender roster, so those picks would probably be at the end of the first. Yeah, one. I mean, the third in and the whole, 20 league, I traded 11. Mac
4: Jones and three firsts for Josh Allen, so I think getting one less first and Deshaun Watson's probably pretty good.
1: Well, some That's dude great. the startup that I'm doing had an interesting deal where he traded two firsts, two seconds, which for the pick that ended up being Kyler Murray. Now, I think Kyler Murray fell a little bit, but nonetheless... It felt like a good deal for Kyler Murray. I mean, I feel like it's yeah, a relatively a similar person, price seconds. for Watson. I mean, maybe you're, if, I mean, we took Mac Jones three to one, the pick, uh, 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 Mac Jones over the pick. So maybe Mac Jones is worth a little it's bit okay. more than two seconds, but I can't imagine a ton more. So I, I think that's a fine trade. Also kind of funny, the um, the Mike Vick, there was like a Mike Vick thing, a football life, I think on about him when he went to the Eagles which was kind of just funny speaking of the topic. Um and like all the backlash from the fans and oh, everything. Yeah. I
3: completely Eagles, like, forgot about that. What? The backlash?
1: Not that not that I completely
3: like forgot the backlash.
1: Yeah, but it it felt like at least from my perspective it went away kind of quick i mean they they played pretty well
3: that season well no because when he signed he was originally third string behind donovan McNabb and kevin cobb and then like everyone was like like there were a ton of people against it there was like signs at games and shit and then everyone loved him as soon as the next year kevin cobb was supposed to be the starter he was the backup Cobb gets injured he comes in goes off and then everyone loved him (laughs) but when he when he first signed it was like a lot of backlash yeah dude look at this P to the
1: R. I got a 23 second for Devontae Booker by doing that last year. It works. Bulk trait OP. Um, do we want to get into Pierre strong, or should we just save him for next episode? We can save, save him.
0: him. I feel like we already tarnished all those running backs. <laughs> 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 they, they took enough beating for one episode. All right. Well, I got nothing else. All right. I mean... Things are about to heat up with the draft coming up. So I think we'll get yes. some. What's uh, more? Also,
3: real quick, everyone in the chat, if you enjoyed this episode, throw us a thumbs up. Helps us out with our videos. But yeah, we're about to have a bunch of. I don't know if you want to start talking on it yet, but we're going to have kind of similar to no, what we I did don't. last year with like a draft stream and everything.
0: I have something to avail. I, I have a little teaser. I have something to avail, unveil next episode. So next should episode
4: should
0: be. Yep.
4: You're teasing the teaser.
0: Next episode, I got something to show you guys.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess I guess other updates. Um, that league that I want to do, the uh startup league, I think we're gonna do that after the draft or potentially like during one of the draft streams we could set it up because we're oh, gonna be, be sh-
0: interesting.
1: I mean, we're gonna be streaming like during the entire draft. So yeah. Um if you got nowhere else to watch it, especially the later days, come hang out. Uh we're it's gonna be a shit show again, probably.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I- <laughs> We have to readjust the wheel. We're not doing readjust the wheel. <laughs> no crack eggs or milk. Yeah, no, no, oh, eggs, The, the no gallon milk. of
1: milk. I'm no so eggs, happy no I didn't milk. get the
3: gallon of milk. <laughs> oh my god. I, I I threw up like four times. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Dude, was my bathroom was milk.
1: destroyed
3: with <laughs> eggs and just all just. Oh milk. my god. I, didn't I get like twelve eggs the first night? Something crazy. It was like double <laughs> digit eggs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes thank you so much skull dynasty i really appreciate it um so yeah that'll
5: be it from us thank you guys so much for tuning in we love you guys thank you everyone. um peace out